Welcome back. This is the OK Jazz Podcast, episode number 150, part two. I am James St. Cashpo, Mr. OK Jazz. Well, I hope you first enjoyed part one and all of the chit-chat amidst the music. As I've gone back to reintroduce some of the best tunes that I've heard over the last eight years of doing the show. Also, while celebrating my 25th Japaniversary, I first arrived in this wonderful country in November of 1997. If you can believe that, 25 years. Wow, that's still kind of weird to say out loud. Well, I'm going to try to keep the talking a little bit more to a minimum here on part two, as we still got so much more music to get to, including what's become from what, one of my favorite ever albums that we just heard from. It's by the Oud player from Tunisia, Anwar Brahim. His 2017 album, Blue Macombs, recorded on the ECM label alongside Django Bates on piano, Dave Holland on bass, and Jack DeJanet on drums. And you could hear on that tune, Bahia, this quartet are perfectly in tune with each other. So enchanting and perfectly paced. That moment when Dave Holland's bass comes in at about the minute and a half mark, you just know that you're in the presence of some very special musicians. Well, again, call this jazz, call it world music, call it North African jazz, it really doesn't matter. Of course, Anwar Brahem is a master of the oud instrument. It's the stringed instrument played throughout the region. And on this album, the group does explore the music of Brahim's native North Africa a bit, because a makam, after all, is a system of melodic modes used in traditional Arabic music. Anyways, I love this album so much. When I first got it, I think I had it on repeat for about two weeks, listening to nothing else. So if you don't have it already, go get it at once. Blue Makams by Anwar Brahim on the ECM label. Let's head over to hear a different member of the string instrument family now, from Tunisia all the way over to South Korea. Well, the world seems to be listening to K-pop endlessly these days. Maybe that's just my own daughter. But there is a whole other scene that's been busting out in Korea the last 10 years or so. Very interesting bands, one of whom is called Black String. They're a quartet that features the Korean string instrument, the gumongo along with some traditional Korean percussion and electric guitar and bass. Black String were the first Korean group to sign with the ACT Records label in Europe. It's a label that releases a lot of music from around the world. I've heard from them many times on the show over the years. Well, Black String kind of combines traditional sounds with jazz and modern improv and a bit of rock, too, in their music. Well, I really fell for them when I first heard this tune called Serena on their 2019 album called Karma. So, check this one out. Very fresh sound from the modern-day Korean music scene. This is Black String.
Love that very groovy jam there and that comes from bassist composer and the main man running the just play project over the last decade or so it's bassist composer band leader matt garrity matt has spent time in cuba brazil and recently peru recording with local musicians on this particular album called trade winds cuba he went around the island recording spur-of-the-moment improv sessions with musicians that he met. The subtitle of the record is 21 Days, 21 Improvised Compositions, 100 Cuban Musicians. What an awesome journey. Well, in addition to this album, Matt also has several... In addition to this album, Matt also has several releases of his own Matt Garrity Project group playing contemporary modern jazz. And his latest project, nominated for a Latin Grammy Award, is from Peru recorded with vocalist Araceli Poma, called The Sacred Leaf, which I introduced earlier in the year. Well, I've also been lucky to hang out a few times with Matt in New York and even here in Japan. He's one of the most sincere and open-minded musicians I've met, and a real bitchin' bass player too, so please do check out some of his work. You can see more, plenty of, there's plenty of Matt's musical travels have been documented on video too, so there's a lot of things on YouTube. I'm so glad to see that he's been acknowledged by the industry now. Fingers crossed that he and Araceli walk home with that Grammy Award. Okay, going from Cuba across the ocean again. Um, so I mentioned in part one how happy I was getting to hear from musicians directly over the years. Well, in 2016, I got an email from a guitarist named Tassos Spiliotopoulos. Obviously, with that name, he is from Greece. He's based currently now in Sweden after spending some time playing in the London music scene as well. Tasso sent me a copy of his new album at the time called In the North, and I was immediately struck by his guitar tone and the quality of his original compositions. I'm sure I've said many times how I really like hearing musicians present their own work rather than just rehashing the same old jazz standards over and over again. 
Well, Tassos has gone on to release two more albums since then. You can read all about them on his Bandcamp page. But let's get into this one from the In the North album. It's Tassos himself on guitar with Swedish musicians Orian Hulten on saxophone, Pale Solinger on bass, and Friedrich Rundqvist on drums. A tune called Emerald Blues.
Gorgeous one there from the country of Malaysia that was vocalist and songwriter Bichu singing an old Malaysian tune called Chendering. I first heard Bichu sing about six years ago at the Penang Jazz Festival and I was really struck by her voice and I was really interested to hear more music from the country as I think Malaysian music is not so prevalent on the music scene whether world music or pop. Well, Bichu released this single earlier in the year. It's her cover version of a tune written by one of the most important Malaysian musicians of the past years in the 20th century, Jimmy Boyle from Penang. Uh, 
Now you can see a short documentary about Jimmy Boyle and the very long music tradition in Penang, Malaysia, on YouTube. I think, you know, Penang, due to its location, has always been a real diverse and lively place with many cultural influences. And that includes the really lively music scene that developed there. Well, you can also find many of Bichu's videos on YouTube as well. I've played several songs by her in previous shows. Just a wonderful singer and musician, and I really hope I can get back to Malaysia sometime soon to hear her perform again. Oh, and special shout out to, to Paul Augustine at the Penang House of Music for all his great work in preserving and educating all about the history of music in Penang and Malaysia. Okay, from Malaysia, let's just take a quick hop over the water into the remarkable country of Indonesia. Now, that's a place I've been very lucky to visit twice. Uh, very brief trips, but I was knocked out, not only by the natural beauty, but also the diversity of the country, culturally and musically, too. I was pretty lucky to see several live gamelan performances and even meet a gamelan instrument maker way up in the hills of Bali at his large house and school compound. One of the cooler afternoons I've ever had on a vacation, for sure. Well, after visiting Indonesia, I got in touch with Aryan at the Rumah Kahanan Artists Community in Indonesia. And they're an entity that's active in the field of producing and organizing cultural and arts events, uh, artists in residencies, musical recordings, etc. Well, Aryan introduced me to the group that's sadly now broken up. They're a quintet called Svara Samsara. They only released one album before sort of imploding, but it is a great one. And on it, they play traditional melodic percussive Indonesian instruments in their compositions with poly and cross rhythms, but definitely not traditional gamelan of any style. It's very modern music while also sounding immediately Indonesian. It's a real shame we couldn't get these stacked. It's a real shame we couldn't get these guys to come play here before they broke up, but at least we do have their record. So let's have a listen to this tune called Dialogue. This is Svara Samsara from Indonesia.
Fantastic. That's been a while since I first introduced this group on the pod. They are TGA from right here in Japan. It's a quintet of Christopher Hardy on percussion and drums, Andy Bevan on soprano and tenor sax, flute and didgeridoo, Keisuke Ota on violin and vocals, Friedrich Vinot on piano and keyboards, and Jeff Curry on bass. All five of these guys are longtime veterans of the music scene in Tokyo, and they recorded the album Then and Now in 2015, including that track that we just heard called Abdin. Well, you know by now, I love music like this. So free, flying around the whole world in musical style, so so effortlessly. And many thanks to Chris Hardy for sending me this album and inviting me to a few of the gigs back in 2015 and 16. I still remember seeing this group at a little performance space in Shibuya called Koendori Classics. It was really, really hip. And you can find their album online pretty easily, so no excuse for not picking it up. Just look for Then and Now by TGA. Next up, born and raised in Japan, but then a student in Italy before settling in Holland. It's saxophonist Genzo Okabe. Definitely one of the more interesting musicians I've had a chance to meet over the course of OK Jazz. When Genzo was back in Japan several years ago, we met up for a drink, and he passed me his second album. It was called Second Line, recorded in 2014. And then in 2017, he sent me his new album, Disoriental, with his regular quartet, the Okabe Family, in Holland. It's a real international group there. Genzo on alto sax, Miguel Rodriguez on piano, Steven Willem Zvanik on bass, and Francesco de Rubes on drums. Now, their sound on the Disoriental album is very unique. I want to read briefly from a short excerpt on the liner notes. One of the clearest characteristics of Disoriental is the use of suspended chords. Suspension is either major or minor in Western counterpoint. However, in most folk music traditions around the world, five sounds can be found, and their universality actually has a very deep relationship with the versatility of jazz. Starting from this premise, Okabe pursues the possibility of a pentatonic scale unique to Japanese traditional music in an attempt to reproduce the five notes in a way that does not correspond to the conventional heptatonic scale in the well-temperament system. Through this process of seeking musical originality, Asian identity is mixed with jazz and Western music to produce a unique, unfamiliar, disoriental music. Well, that goes over my head just a little bit with the technical stuff. I do not understand musical language at all or music theory but I do get the basic idea. And I think the title, Disoriental, is very evocative in its own way. I think you'll get it when you hear the tune. This is hypnotic and intense. So check the title cut. This is Disoriental from Genzo Okabe and the Okabe family. Mm-hmm. 
gorgeous one there from the duo of Balake Sisoko on Cora and Vincent Segal on cello. Their second album together called Musique de Nit is a tune called Super Etoile. Please forgive my dreadful French pronunciation. Balake Sisoko, I know from many albums from Mali. He is a renowned Cora player. Vincent Segal I was not so familiar with, although he has played on dozens of recordings, not just in the classical world. Well, the two recorded the album Chamber Music in 2009 and this album in 2015. Both are just perfect. The combination of instruments, the cora and the cello, really, really do blend together. And those are both on the Six Degrees label out of California. You should check out their super catalog of many international albums. Well worth, well worth a listen. Well, speaking of great blends, uh, another record featuring the cora, that ancient magical string instrument from West Africa, this time coming together with the Welsh harp. That's an instrument I was not familiar with at all before getting this album. It's by Seku Keita from Senegal and Katrin Finch from Wales. Actually, their second collaboration together, it was called Soar, S-O-A-R, and it was one of my top albums of 2018. The whole record is a stunner, and again, the two instruments meld together so beautifully. But the album opener in particular stands out. It's a tune called Clarach, C-L-A-R-A-C-H, and it is a musical portrait of the flight of the Osprey seabird that migrates between West Africa and Northern Europe every winter. Thousands of kilometers from the coast of Wales to West Africa. Now, there's been a lot of albums over the years with themes that don't really seem to make a lot of sense when you listen to the actual music. I'm thinking kind of the 1970s prog rock in particular. But if you listen to this tune, you can completely understand the title because it does kind of have that majestic soaring sound that goes perfectly with the thought of a bird flying from Wales to Africa. Well, after that tune, we're going to hear four more in a row, as I think the following music can kind of speak for itself and doesn't need me interjecting with my usual chit-chat. I've talked too much as it is, and I'm starting to lose my voice now. So after Seku Keita and Katrin Finch, we're going to have, well, I guess I would just say four of the most perfect pieces of music I've heard in the last eight years. We'll start with the Vijay Iyer Trio from their album called Break Stuff. And amazingly, another bird-themed song called Taking Flight. Then we'll hear from oud player and vocalist Dafer Youssef from Tunisia, his song Delightfully Odd, which, well, I can guarantee you've not heard anything like Dafer Youssef before. His vocal range and his oud playing and the band behind him featuring New York City jazz veterans like Mark Giuliana on drums, totally, totally outstanding and unique. And after that, two more tunes that you just need to sit back and close your eyes and listen to. I'll comment on them a little bit later. So... Five tunes, about 33 minutes, some of my special picks of the most beautiful music of the 21st century.
فأنت أهل لذاك وتحكم فالحسن قد أعطاك وكفاني الزن بحبك ذلي وخضوري ولست منك
Oh, goodness. Now, what can you say about that? Just emotionally overwhelming version of the old gospel tune, God Shall Wipe My Tears Away. And that was done by the group from Mali in West Africa, the Trio Dakali. It features Fode Lasana Giabati, Mamadou Koyate, and singer Hawa Kasemade Giabate, collaborating with the Kronos Quartet, the famous group that needs no introduction. The album is called La Dilikan, released in 2017, absolute masterpiece, a perfect example of musical cultures coming together. Well, the Kronos Quartet have done that many times, of course. Now, what's truly crazy is this gospel song. Now, what's truly crazy is this gospel song, mainly sung in the Bambara language until the last line on this tune, is very well known from the version by the great Mahalia Jackson, the queen of gospel. Now, multiple sources I've read say that Trio de Cali's vocalist, Hawa Giabate, not only had she not heard the song before, she had never heard of Mahalia Jackson before, or any gospel music, really. But she effortlessly got to the heart of this music. What a performance. Now, before that one, we heard another chilling one, but in a very different way. The title track from an album called Moon Over City Ruins. It's a Chinese-Japanese musical collaboration under the guidance of producer-musician Mao Ya from China. Well, people often talk about certain pieces of music being cinematic. I think that's the perfect description of that one. Mao Ya plays the guzheng and other Chinese instruments. The guzheng is a string instrument, a little bit similar to a Japanese koto. Well, she's accompanied on this tune by Shozan Hasegawa, who plays the shakuhachi. This entire album is, I mean, there's no other word for it. It's absolutely magical. But that one in particular, you really can envision a moon shining bright over the ruins of some ancient city. Beautiful, but kind of spooky at the same time. Well, one thing living and traveling in Asia has taught me over the years is that the cultural influences of China and India are so extensive over the entire vast region, from Korea and Japan to Indonesia and Thailand, whether it's religion, tea, or even music. You really start to see the links once you open up your eyes a bit, and so much of it comes from the really ancient cultures of China and India. Well, we've heard 32 songs from 18 countries, all kinds of genres, so I think it's more than enough time so I think it's more than time to finish up. It has been a blast going back to some OK Jazz favorites, but I'm also excited about all the great new music to come. You know, we've got an average of about 2,300 listeners now per episode. I'm so happy about that. But help the show grow some more. Share it on social media or directly to any music-loving friends that you have. And I hope that I can do another 150 shows going forward. As always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at, at Mark Mr. OK Jazz Tokyo. My own website, Tokyo Jazz Site, has the directory of all the cool jazz spots in the Tokyo metro area. The photo project, Tokyo Jazz Joints, I help out my great buddy Philip Arneal with. We have some big news coming soon about that, so stay tuned. Of course, kol-radio.com that I co-program with DJ Otsuka. We've been a little bit quiet recently, but we do have some new things coming as well in 2023. So stay tuned for that as well. And as for OK Jazz, I will be back at the end of December with my year-end show, introducing some of 2022's best new releases. Now, until then, be sure to check the playlist for this mega episode, as usual, at tokyojazzsite.com, on Instagram, on Facebook, and at kolradio.com. Big, 
big hugs to you all. Thank you for listening. As always, I'm sending you much love from the gritty streets of North Yokohama. Let's go out now with one more from that Jesu Morikante album. Why not? It's so perfect. This one is Umbalia. I'll see you all soon. Minasama, okiki tadaite. Arigato gozaimasu. Oaite wa James Catchpole desu ta. 150 kai mei episode wa oshimai.